you're welcome to Mountain Springs Church Podcast, a podcast that brings you life-giving teachings and sermons from our church leadership. We hope that as you listen, you will be blessed and edified in your walk with Jesus Christ. And now, stay tuned as we bring you the teaching for today. The foundation. Now, you and I, like I said, we do have foundations in our lives, every one of us. The difference is on what foundation are we, or have we, have we built on? Now, let's take the life of the one who have built on sinking sands. It is like, you know, it is, it is like those who have built their lives on shifting sands of human philosophy, human wisdom, human opinions, and religious achievements. Your whole life is just, is, you've, so much, you've invested so much. That's, that's the foundation stone you've laid for yourself. It says they are driven by outward religious appearances and faith in themselves based on what they have achieved. Now, that kind of foundation is a sinking sand kind of, of, of foundation. When the floods come, when the rains beat against it and the winds blew against it, the real deal surfaces. That if it's built on these things that only lasts for this time, only temporal, it's going to fall. Now, it's so true that everything we see with our optical eyes are temporal. They don't last. Jesus says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. Now, it, it is hard to convince the ones who have believed that this is home, and this is all that, this is where it starts, and this is where it ends, this life. It's hard to convince them, but it comes a time when this whole thing will be folded like a, like a scroll. Peter, describing it in, in, in 2 Peter, I think 3 verse 10, he says, the heavens and all its elements will melt with fervent heat. Just fold it off like a straw. So let me ask a question. If I have built my life on just everything here, all that this life can, can present to me, I'm standing on a sinking sand. I'm standing on a sinking sand. Because Jesus himself has said to us that, look, they will pass away. They're just taking time. There's time limit for all of them. They are going to pass. But one thing that will stand and stand every test of time is God's word himself. The word of God. And that is why more than anything that we do as a Christian, more than religion, more than church membership, more than your activities, even as a Christian, the most important thing is where your heart is hinged on. Is it on the word of God or on this life in trying to prove a point to everyone in this life? Now, building on sinking sand is, is, the, is the same as building our lives on religion, on false hopes, self-will, self-fulfillment, self-sufficiency, self-satisfaction, and self-righteousness. 
So what we can do for ourselves. How strong I am in this world is how much I have attained in life. That is sinking sand. How far I've climbed in my career is what, you know, is what gives me my, my, my clicks in life and my stand in life. That is a sinking sand. Is it wrong? No. What we're saying this morning is we should be able to differentiate between sinking sand and the rock. So that the time that we spend building on the sinking sand is enough to spend that time building on the rock. The difference is that the sinking sand is always an easy way out. You know, it's so, it's, it's so, it's, it's so easy to live life and always find the easy way out. Quick fix is the bane of the day these days. Instant noodles. Instant, instant degree. You can, get your, you can get your master's degree in six months. Instant everything. Even instant marriages. <laughs> Online and all the stuff. Everything is based on sinking sands because it's the easy way out. You didn't have to apply much pressure. You didn't have to get the, the, the sophisticated equipment that you may, you may need to dig and dig through and blast through any hard surfaces as you aim for the rock. Just a quick way out. The truth is, shortcuts is not always the best cut. Someone once described it as shortcuts eventually cuts your life short. <laughs> we have to be ready to go through the process of aiming at putting our lives on a firm foundation that will outlast this cosmic existence that we see around today, that will cause us to stand the tests of time. Now, I heard from someone many years ago that it says this, that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. Now, we could see what happened to these two men who have heard the same words and they both went out of that meeting and how they responded to what they hear is what made the difference. Today, I'm, I'm inviting you to see things, you know, from this perspective that God's word should be the basis upon which we build our lives on. That if we build our lives on the integrity of the word of God, that things that happen to us will only be a matter of time, but we will continue to stand and we will continue to walk in this life. I realize that walking victoriously actually stems from these, these two experiences. That if I must walk in, a, in victory in this life, I must put my feet on a very firm foundation, because when the storms comes raging and the, and the breeze or the wind began to, you know, lash at me, the only thing that will keep me standing is not my educational qualification, it's not my, my standing in life, it's not anything that I've achieved in life, it's what God's word have done for me. 
So we must build on the finished work of Calvary and not on the finished work of our human efforts. Amen. Now, we could see something here, what Jesus said. He says that the, every element he used, he used one word for them. The rains came and beat against the house. The floods came and beat against the house. The winds came, and that word beat in the Greek actually means to strike. It also means to batter. I'm sure many times we've been battered by the circumstances of lives. We get, we get battered sometimes. That's, it makes us human. We get battered. We've been battered in life. Yeah, I have. Been battered by the pressures of life from all angles. Disappointments. Failures. Name it. We've been battered in life. That, it doesn't mean that this, this house is just stood. They were battered, really battered. The houses were battered by these elements. I'm sure it would not look like the way it was when it was built after this, after this storm. But I've been battered. Yet one thing stands for sure. It remained. The house continued to stand. And may I say this morning as well that most times we, we often blame troubles and adversity in life as the reason for our failures. The truth is that adversity is always not the reason for, the, for our failure or our hopelessness. What makes us to give up in life, what makes us to fail in life, is deep down within on the inside of us. The Bible says that a man who falls in adversity is a man whose strength is little. In the book of Proverbs. He didn't give the blame to adversity, to circumstances, to people, to situations. And that is why Paul, teaching the people, I mean, the, in Ephesians, writing them, he says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Your rivalry or your, your enemy is not a human being, it's not your bosses, it's not your spouses. Your enemy is not in human form. Deep down within you is where the battle rages, where the foundations are laid. It's where the battle rages. Someone who has given up in life will often blame it on, it's because of what you did, I gave up. It's because the way you treated me, I gave up. The truth is, failures in life often come from what we have on the inside of us or what we don't have on the inside of us. It's deep down on the inside. We've built our lives year in, year out on sinking sands. And when we face the battles of life, there's nothing within to cause us to fight back. We become victim of circumstances. We become victim of Every situations. But I, I, I'm, so, I'm so grateful that God has given us such an opportunity that we're not like the leaning tower of Pisa, that all they could do right now is to continue to spend millions and millions of money 
to at least uphold the structure. The mistake has been made. And one funny thing is that the architecture who designed this building was never known. <laughs> I, I actually said to myself, who, who, why should you make known, why should you make him known to the world? You would do a really big, big, big disservice to him to, you know, to, to publish his name, that he is the one behind this, this you know, monumental mistake. Now, truth is that God gives us opportunities on a daily basis to make right our wrongs. We often hear these words that opportunity comes but once. That's building on sinking sands. <laughs> if you are a child of God, you are loaded daily with countless opportunities to make right your wrongs. Amen. I see that when I you know, wake up to the day, before me stands opportunities for what I did wrong yesterday. So our case is different. Because God has made us, you know, the temple where he dwells for eternity. So he continues that we, we don't need to put a structure on our lives. We can right the wrongs. Why? Because we've got the word of God in our hands. We can go to God's words and we'll receive correction. We'll receive rebuke. We'll receive instruction for righteousness. And then it says that so that the man of God will be fully equipped and entire and he can face life as a victorious person. I often see that word when Paul said we are more than conquerors. And I wonder, what, what does he actually mean more than conquerors? Conquerors are not just conquerors without fighting a battle. Conquerors go to battle as just normal lay fighter, and when they win, then they become conquerors. When the Bible says we are more than conquerors, it means even before we go to the place of battle, the victory is already ours. Amen. We got it. It, just, it takes it from one level to the other. So what we're seeing here today is when we build our lives on the integrity of God's word, we may stray a little for a while, but because it's the word of God that we're building our lives on, I don't have to know from Genesis to Revelation. I don't have to know every details of it. 10% that I know, if I practice it, I'm more than the guy who knows 100% and only does two. So sometimes don't write yourself off by saying, well, I don't know the Bible as much as you do. The 2% that you know about, that's what Jesus is saying. Anyone who hears my word and goes out to do them is wise. He's a wise man. On the day of adversity, he will not fall. He's wise because he's done something that will keep him standing for the rest of his life. The Bible says when men will say there is casting down, you will say there is lifting up. Amen. That language only changes when we come from the place of the world and not from the place of the world. The world has so much garbage to put in our hearts. But thank God for the word of God. It has so much strength 
to put in us. So much so that Paul says, Brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, that you may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. And it says, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins get about with the girdle of truth, with the breastplate of righteousness, with the belt, or with the, with the um, hope of, of salvation, I mean, your, your helmet for the hope of salvation, your feet sword with the preparation of the gospel, the armor of God. But it comes from standing on God's word, where our strength comes from. Like I said in the first service, we want to climb high in life. We want to aim high in life. But ask any engineering experts here, the higher you want the building to go, the deeper you're ready to build the foundation. The higher we'll go, the deeper you're ready to go. We cannot beat the process. And that's why Jesus says that man who took his time to continue to dig and to dig when his mate was already receiving the applause of men for putting up a structure in just few few weeks. This man continued to dig. When the real deal surfaces, what meets every human being in life, trouble Disappointments, trials, temptations, hardship, adversity comes to everyone. One falls, one continues to stand. The difference is not that adversity hits him 10% or 100% and hits you 10%. It's the same force it comes to everyone. The difference is often not seen with your physical eyes. It's there down below the earth's surface the foundation upon which they are standing. Paul says there is no foundation laid that, than that which is laid, and that Jesus Christ is that foundation. And the Bible says that he also is the rock. We're not just talking about a rock right now, more, more like a, a rock as in the earth's surface, but Jesus himself is the rock. Now, when Paul recounted the, the, the passage of the people of Israelites from the, the, from Egypt to the promised land, he says that that rock that followed them, that rock is Christ himself. The rock of all ages. It's cleft for me. When we stand on that rock, come what may, regardless of what happens, we may be battered by life, but we will come out victorious at the end of the day. Amen. Amen. And I want to close with this, that in our pursuit in life, we should not forget these little details that we are constantly, continually are building the foundations of our lives. And when I face anything tomorrow, the question I will ask myself is, have I built the foundation that this thing requires? to be able for me to face it in every area of lives. 
I get married today. There's commotion in the, in, in, in the relationship. There is all kinds of stuff. And then I turn my back and walk away. I have not built myself on the foundation of God's word in areas concerning relationship. You can, you can break it down into different segments. We build our foundations in every area of our lives. And what that means is taking God's words and applying them to our lives on a daily basis so that we will pass from just being hearers only, we become not just hearers only, but doers of the word. And doers of the word is what Jesus is talking about here, that this man is wise because by doing the word, he has built his, his life on a very firm foundation that he can withstand any pressures in life from the world perspective, from God's perspective. He can stand and say no to the forces of life that is pulling him from the place that God has placed him. Amen. Like I said, it's a very short sermon, but I want to leave you with this. That when we practice God's word, we are not building on sinking sand. We are building on the rock. And Jesus is the rock. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's teaching. We hope you were blessed and are refreshed as you listened. If you're considering supporting Mountain Springs Church in any way by giving, prayers, or being a part of our launch team, please contact us at info at mountainspringschurch.ca or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Mountain Springs Church CA. Thank you for listening today and God bless you.